notice when it comes to advice on growing our small businesses, just about everything is focused on sales, marketing, and revenue generation. I mean, that's super important, but as a business owner, you know there's a lot more to running a business than just revenue generation. I mean, there are other things like, how do you get your business to run day-to-day without you? How do you find the right people to build your company? And how do you keep your stress level under control so your business doesn't run your life? And many more areas. If you want to learn not only how to grow your revenue through strong marketing and sales, but also how to handle all the other parts of being a successful business owner, you're in the right place. This podcast is dedicated to discovering the answers for small business owners looking to grow, optimize, and scale their businesses. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe, and welcome home. So what's one of the biggest problems in creating revenue? Well, consistency. How do you like to create a revenue stream that makes you money while you sleep? I'm Robert Poole. Welcome to the Growing Your Small Business Show. Today, we're going to talk about exactly how to do that, how to create a revenue stream that literally makes you money while you sleep. So stay to the end of the episode, even if you don't think that, you know, this is something that's appropriate for you because you saw a big ticket item. I promise you by the end of this episode, you'll see that you can do this too. Uh, so let's get started. You know, creating reoccurring revenue is really one of the holy grails in business. That's one of the things that really makes a company valuable. And selling a revenue stream is what uh, investors look for when they're purchasing a company because it really is the lifeblood of the company. And it takes the stress out of uh, your life. You know, I remember 20-something years ago when we started our company um, at TBR that, you know, we started as a telemarketing company a little bit by accident. And we, at the time, we were selling our services. Uh, We thought, well, everybody else is selling it by the hour, so we'll do the same thing. And so we sold uh, per hour, but we sold them, you know, hours and blocks of hours. So it was like, like five hours or 10 hours worth of telemarketing it you know, $33 an hour, whatever the number was. I don't remember what it was. Um, And, you know, the problem was that we found right away that, you know, a client would come, they'd hire us, we'd do 10 hours for them. Um, And that was one of our selling points because a lot of the big telemarketing companies at the time would make you do like 100 hours or whatever um, because they they knew you weren't going to be back after that uh, primarily. And so we kind of took the attitude, well, let's do it performance-based. So we'll put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. Um, But the the problem, though, is that we would do 10 hours for a client and then there'd be a pause. The client would go, OK, I'm going to work these leads. Um, I haven't got around to it. And so we'd be having to chase them, contact them and, you know, just, you know, basically beg them to start again. And sometimes it wasn't because they were disappointed. They weren't unhappy with the service we were giving them. They just have got other things going on and they needed a reminder. And so it was just this constant thing that went on for a year or two, I think, and if I remember correctly. And, you know, it was the constant, you know, quote, deal chasing that I've seen so many businesses do over the years, you know, like going from one deal to the next, you know, trying to make the revenue, you know, let's get a big pop here and then we're on to the next deal, you know. Um, But creating that, those ups and downs in the revenue cycle, and it's stressful for everybody. You got to pay your bills, you know. Unfortunately, your phone vendor doesn't uh, take ups and downs and pay them when you feel like it or when you get a big deal, they want it consistent every month. And so you got to, the better you can match your revenue to that, the better off you'll be. So, you know, at the time it was really, really frustrating because again, we were chasing down our clients, even the happy ones, um, trying to get in the logistics going back and forth, the stress that it caused because we didn't know what our income was going to be that month or our revenue, um, you know, 
we were bouncing around and, you know, kind of felt helpless in, in what we were doing and thought, you know, there's no way we're going to make this work at this level because it's just, it's too much hassle, too much work to keep chasing these deals, so to speak, especially because they're so small. But then, you know, my business partner came up with the idea and suggested something. He said, you know, and this wasn't done at the time um, with a lot of our competitors because um, they all sold, like I said, in big blocks of time, but it was big blocks, like 100 hours versus our 10 hours that we were selling it for. And what we did is, is with his advice, we said, hey, let's set somebody up on a recurring plan so that, you know, instead of saying, well, here's 10, uh, 10 hours agreement, you pay us, we do it. Then we sign another contract, you pay it, we do it, you know, that sort of thing. It was, hey, we're going to do five hours for you this week. And we're going to keep doing five hours for you every week, you know, for the next year. And we would have clients sign that contract. And the ones that were happy with us would be happily sign that. And we, we realized that, wow, this is really working great. And, you know, so we started to make changes to our business. And that really revolutionized our business. It took us from really struggling to, you know, just an amazing growth at the time. But I mean, you know, and thinking back, you know, prior to doing this, you know, the, the frustration of, you know, not being able to uh, have visibility on our revenue, not be able to, you know, consistently pay our vendors to be late on our bills because we were waiting for some, some client to pay us. You know, uh, my business partner at the other time had a um, painting company that he owned and he would literally do the same thing. He'd, you know, chase down, you know, a builder that he was working for to get a check so that he could deposit it Friday to make payroll, you know, and that sort of thing. And we were doing basically the same thing. So until we came up with this idea, you know, talk about the stress and everything else, you know, um, and maybe you're in the same situation. Maybe you can relate because uh, it was really tough spot for us at the time. But this changed everything for us. And I think it can change something for you, too. So not only does creating a recurring revenue stream, you know, remove um, the ups and downs of revenue, but it allows some diversification in your revenue because some businesses, let's face it, we're built on big ticket items. Um, we're selling something, you know, you're a business broker and you're selling two or three companies a year, maybe, and you're getting a very large commission, but, uh, but it's, you know, in small, you know, uh, different times and it's spread out over months on end where you get nothing. Um, but what if you could add to that a recurring revenue that would diversify that income? I mean, what would it be like if suddenly you could pay, you know, you knew that your office rent was paid for or your phone bill was paid for, you know, uh, with that recurring revenue and you didn't have to do anything. It was already there. And it was a low maintenance type of recurring revenue that didn't take a lot of effort on your part. And so, again, you're literally making money while you sleep. And again, stick with me. Even if you have real high ticket or something like a business broker where you're getting one or two or three commissions per year, we can still make this work. So hang in there. I'll explain a little bit more. So, again, what does it mean? It means no chasing deals, you know, no stressing over, you know, cash flow, no begging customers to buy, no chasing deals. Uh, you know, I mean, again, this revolutionized our company. We were really struggling at the time, and this just exploded us, this whole idea. And, you know, we later on in our company, we did different things, too. We created other smaller recurring items that, when we started out, were worth almost nothing. But over time, they, they grew into big revenue streams for us. So this can change your business like it changed ours. Okay, so let's talk specifics. You know, I mentioned uh, how this revolutionized our business, you know, when we changed our telemarketing model to be more service-oriented and recurring revenue-oriented. You know, we also did this with smaller products. You know, we had a, created a sort of a maintenance um, type of program for clients who 
didn't want the active calls right now, but they wanted to stay in contact with their clients. They wanted the, the callbacks being done for prospects. They wanted email marketing to continue, things like that. But maybe they were out of the country for a month or something like that, you know. And so we created a maintenance program and by, you know, relative terms, it was tiny. Um, I think it was, um, you know, 29 or $39 at the time. And this is 20 years ago. Um, and it took very little effort on our part. Um, you know, um, a good portion of that was profit, you know, probably 50% at the time. And, um, you know, I think it's probably a little bit less these days because of the, you know, especially now with inflation and everything. But, you know, the, the point is when we originally did it, we didn't do it as a moneymaker. We created this small uh, subscription really to stay in front of our clients because, again, we would have clients who would use our service for a while and then they need to take a break for whatever reason, whatever's going on in their business, their life, whatever. You know, we didn't want them to forget about us. Now, and there's a couple of ways you can do that. Of course, you can email people, you can send out value added type of things, you know, articles, videos, help, you know, whatever. But if you can come up with something that's worth paying for, people pay attention to what they're paying for. And the cool thing about subscriptions is if you have a subscription, we all do. I mean, let's say you have a, like a Netflix type of subscription. I think, uh, what was, what's mine now? I think I, I, on something, one of the smaller plans, I th- let's just say it's, you know, nine ninety nine or whatever. Um, you know, that doesn't sound like much. And, you know, it's not much to me as a consumer. You know, I mean, if you're making minimum wage, that's more significant, you know, if you're making more executive type of pay. But either way, I think all of us have some subscriptions that we kind of forget about because it's so small. I mean, the, the effort you have to go to, you know, to cancel, it, it's a little bit easier these days with online stuff. But depending on the company, it makes it difficult to cancel sometimes. We've all experienced that, right? Uh, you know, you go to cancel something online and they're, are you sure you want to? Do you want three months, you know, at half the cost or whatever? You know, you have to call us. You can't do this online. Then you got to speak to somebody. Then you, and you go through this harangue and they do it on purpose because they know that most people won't go through the effort of it uh, to do it. You know, again, nine ninety nine doesn't sound like much, um, but, you know, you start tithing that, you know, by a hundred, you know, all of a sudden you're at, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever. Um, you know, in our case, like I said, it was, I think it was 29 or $39 or something, you know, not much. That doesn't seem like a lot. Um, and you know, the first person we signed up on that, we got oh, great, you know, um, $29 and we're probably breaking even at that point on, on what we were doing for them. Because again, we were just doing follow up calls, a few follow up calls and, you know, sending out follow up materials and that sort of thing, but it wasn't a lot. But so if we, we only had, but when we went to two, you know, now we're at, uh, what? Uh, yeah, $58, you know, you get where I'm going here. By the time, you know, we reached, you know, let's say 50. What's 29 times 50? Uh, good question. But, um, 30 times, uh, 150, 1500. Oh, okay. So roughly maybe 1450. It's close. I'm not going to worry about the exact numbers because I'm not going to do math in front of you and embarrass myself. But all of a sudden, you know, we had $1,450 of revenue coming in or something close to that. You know, what does that mean? That means, you know, our, at the time our internet was paid for, most of our telephone bill was paid for, uh, and any other thing. So again, we woke up and this took, you know, quite a while. This took a year or two to get to that. Uh, but the difference it made in being able to go, wow, this is, this bill is already paid this month. And so it was, you know, progress, you know, then when we got to, you know, a hundred times, you know, 29, then we got to double that, you know, where it, um, you know, almost 3000, you know, 
And so, you know, and I think these days where it's, you know, significantly above five figures. And it was one of those things, like I said, we never intended it to be a huge moneymaker. It was more of a thing to keep, you know, in contact with our clients. They knew they were paying for something. We were doing work for them. It was legitimate. It wasn't just, you know, one of those things where you pay, you know, 99 cents for and you never cancel it because it's just too much effort. And even if you're not getting anything for it, it's just effort. Um, so they were getting something for it, but it's a little, little bit more expensive. And so those are the kind of recurring revenue that any business can have. And again, I know what you're thinking if you sell high tickets. Again, if you're selling a $30,000 computer, you know, um, hardware or even software for that matter. Um, you know, so how do you, how do you actually do this? You know, in that case, you know, I mean, it's easy if you have some kind of service that, that, or a product that comes with a service contract, for instance, you know, um, like our phone provider uh, that we use for our callers. So, you know, it's a software based thing and they have tech support, uh, you know, enhanced tech support that I think is, you know, $750 a month or something like that. Um, but it's, you know, you get your own account manager and you get this and you get that. Um, and again, that's a recurring revenue for that company. Um, and is it something that um, they could get by without? Probably. And could we get by without it? Probably. You know, it's a convenience. And so we're willing to pay for it. And it's the same thing. You know, if you've got that $30,000, you know, hardware, software you're selling, setting up, you know, some sort of maintenance thing, or even if it's not tech support, even if it's, you know, something that's value added, even again, if it's $99 a month or whatever to um, have one extra feature to, you know, be added to the uh, particular high-end uh, group of clients who are only in this particular group, uh, you know, a closed Facebook group or some sort of thing that, that makes them a premium client, so to speak, and gets them in community with other clients. And I, it connects them more to you. And again, you know, the cool thing about recurring revenue is that it gives you the opportunity to stay in front of uh, somebody and to remind them that you're there. Because let's face it, we all have gazillion vendors and, you know, sometimes we don't talk to them for years. You know, I don't remember the last time I talked to our internet provider, uh, Cox, you know, in here in Phoenix, if they could stay in front of us with some kind of recurring revenue model, whatever, I, we'd probably pay more attention and we would realize, oh yeah, and then we'd be more apt to see what else they can do because when we're in contact with them, they're paying for it. They pay attention when we send them an email that says, hey, guess what? We've got a new service, da 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 and it can help you with this. You know, uh, call us if you want to check this out type of thing. And we get business from that. And you can get business from the same thing. Again, so it's not just, it's not just a little bit of money, although that will add up over time. It's how you do it and how you... Um, stay in contact with your customers, which will give you bigger money down the road. So really creating a recurring revenue stream, even small and smaller, the best kinds, you know, is great in several ways. You know, again, smooth out your revenue stream it diversifies it. Um, you have consistent revenue. Your bills get paid in advance, depending on, you know, what level you're at. And it stays, it helps you stay in front of your clients. Uh, and your customers so that you'll be able to get even more business from. So recurring revenue is not one of those things you want to miss. I mean, let's say, just imagine it's a year from now, you've done, you know, put into effect a $29 product, let's say, $9.95, $99, whatever, um, some sort of product, some excuse for a product, extra access to certain resources at your company about how to better use your product or 
you know, just industry stuff that will help them, you know, anything that, that you can provide that's got some value and it's worth paying for. Use that to, you know, if you've used that in the last year, you may have started with one person and now you've got 25 people or you may have 50 or 100. And then boom, a year from now, you wake up and your office rent is paid for, your phone bill is paid for, or hey, you've got enough money that you can do a retreat with all your employees and pay for that and it's done. So all these expenses are prepaid just by a little tweak that you do to your business. And oh, by the way, it's a great thing for your customer. And your customer's so happy, they're going to give you even more business. You know, you've taken care of your financials. Your stress in your life is a lot less because you're putting together this recurring revenue. And, you know, it's an all-ground win-win situation. So again, creating recurring revenue is very simple, really, with a little thought. Uh, it's easy to implement. It, it doesn't take, you know, a lot of maintenance, not creating a whole new product line or whole new service that you got to do. It's something small, but something that will add up over time. So every business needs to have recurring revenue. And if you think hard enough, regardless of what your business is, you can create a recurring revenue stream. It may start small, but it will grow and it'll be worth it. Uh, every bit of it. I hope this was helpful. I appreciate uh, your listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening today. I know your time is valuable and it's an honor to serve you. You know, if you found the content useful today, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave an honest review with your feedback, whether it's good or bad. And also, you know, if you want to get exclusive access to some extra resources like behind the scenes and bonus audio and video and things like that, you know, click on the link in the description to join our VIP list. You know, then as new resources come out, we'll notify you first, uh, even before the general public can get access to them. And most of all, just remember, there's no unrealistic goals just unrealistic timeframes. So take what you learned today and put it to work in your business. You won't regret it.